We have 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day and 90 to 95% of them are the same thoughts we thought yesterday. So my question to people is, and it's okay that you don't know the answer if you've never thought about it before, but what are you thinking? And awareness is the first step to change. And so if you wrote down all of those thoughts, most of them are going to be the same thing over and over and over and over again. We focus on this dominant thought. Usually it's one of that I can't do something or that I'm not going to be able to look that way with women. It seems to be, gosh knows how, how many decades of cultural influence we've had over that. My whole philosophy is if you're thinking the same thoughts you thought yesterday, you're effectively living in the past. So how can we gear ourselves to focus on what we actually want, which would be visualizing the future? Welcome to the Menopause Mastery Podcast, a show for women just like you who are ready for more health, vitality, passion, living life with a purpose. I created this show because I knew that women just like me in this second season of life, the season of menopause, are really tapping into their deepest desires. And we're ready to harness our physical and mental health and explore what our true passions are and peel back the layers to uncover exactly what we want out of life. I'm your host, Betty Murray, part geek, part magician, and your new medical bestie with a dash of sass. I love taking the complex science and making it easier to integrate into daily life. So let's join the journey to make this season the best ever. On this week's episode of Menopause Mastery, I am speaking to my sister from another mother from down under. It's Jackie Bowker. Jackie Bowker is the CEO of the Global Feel Better Institute, medical intuitive and a spiritual scientist specializing in high-level intuitive guidance for entrepreneurs, business owners, and ambitious professionals. Uh, She is the creator of the Bad to Better Process, an award-winning functional medicine nutritionist, and Psych K facilitator. Jackie is really passionate, and she believes that everybody has limitless potential, and once they feel better, they can connect with their own tuition and live their greatest and fullest life and be of service to others. And like I said, Jackie is not only a friend of mine, but shares a similar passion and purpose and has a serious passion for the microbiome, our gut, and she has a deep, deep understanding and a deep intuition about the importance of mindset and how you talk to yourself and your inner guidance and how that plays in a role in how you actually make yourself move forward and feel better. So today we're going to talk a little bit about gut health. We're going to be talking about the microbiome and we're going to go a lot deeper into how mindset may be the secret weapon for you getting the health and life you deserve. So join Jackie and I today on Menopause Mastery. All right, Jackie, I am so excited to have you on Menopause Mastery Podcast. So for everybody, you know, Jackie and I have been communicating for like the last year or more, (laughs) like via text, but we haven't ever really had a chance to like meet each other because she's from down under. So I'm so happy that I'm going to have you on my podcast today and we are going to talk. So first off, Jackie, tell tell us your story. I love to hear how we all end up where we are because I'm so fascinated by everybody's lives and what happens. Oh, absolutely. And first of all, Betty, thank you so much for having me on your show. Menopause Mastery, such a good name. I love it. And you are such the queen of the hormones too. So yay. Thanks for having me. 
you know, it's funny what people may know about me is that I've studied over 11 years in this field of health and the gut and nutrition and have awards and all of these um, great qualifications. And it blows me away, the work that I'm doing to transform lives. But Betty, I'm still the same person that I was when I spent the better part of a couple of years in bed, not so long ago. So it's I still remember the day that I was in the corridor at work. I was running a team in corporate marketing, very happy climbing the corporate ladder, standing in the corridor this one day in my white crisp shirt and my black pencil pants and my black stilettos. I had the whole look down pat on the outside and I fell asleep mid-conversation talking to a colleague. I thought that that moment, that was that was rock bottom for me. I had to... I really helped me come to my senses and think what, what you can't do this anymore. What is going on for you? And I had been not feeling so great, very fatigued for quite some time. And the doctors in and out of, in and out of doctors and blood tests every week, but nobody ever asked me, you know, what was really going on. Nobody asked me these deep questions about what was I drinking? What was I eating? How was I sleeping? Fast forward all this time, I had to really dig deep because I couldn't get the answers, much like most people that have been on, and most health practitioners have been on a health journey. I couldn't get the answers from that I needed from the modern medical system. They didn't know what was wrong with me. The next step was for me to go to the infectious diseases unit. I mean, I didn't want to go to the infectious diseases unit. I decided to dial in my diet and uh, got myself as far as I could. And really that ignited in me a passion that I hadn't felt for a long time. And I I had always done science at uni and cut up cadavers and <laughs> majoring in anatomy, but somehow that had got lost. And so I went back to uni, bolted on a couple of degrees and really that is why I'm here today. And that, that's my why to really help. If there's one of me, there's millions, millions more like me that are walking around exhausted, fatigued with their, with gut issues. I never knew that drinking my skinny cappuccinos and living off my veggie, I don't know if you know Vegemite, but Vegemite toast, it's this horrendous tar-like black paste that's made out of the waste of beer. I mean, who knew that that was contributing to my demise? You know, for anybody that's in the States that hasn't tasted Vegemite, it is, I, I actually babysat for uh, some families that had moved from South Africa when I was in high school and they loved Vegemite. And they were like, oh, you love it. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? <laughs> it's, it's, it's an acquired taste, you know, so it's acquired taste, but it nutritionally is lacking, right? And all of that is lacking, right? Well, yes, it does certainly. Uh, and I think in Australia, they promote it as having a lot of B vitamins. <laughs> so I was like, it's also got a lot of yeast. Yeah. Yes. Yeast. Like that's not good for you. You know, so, you know, I think your story, especially the women listening to the show are going to probably nodding their heads. They're like, yes, I've been clawing my way up that ladder. And, you know, maybe some of them have left that ladder. Maybe some of them are still hanging on to it. But they're also looking at themselves and going, oh, my God, what just <laughs> what's happening? Because at some point you just can't keep up that rat race. And so you came from that. So obviously you brought in the nutrition piece and we're going to dig a little bit into that. But but you've kind of gone into a whole nother realm that I think a lot of nutrition professionals, I know I talk about some of it, but a lot of nutritional professionals kind of stay out of the, uh, let's say, less um, concrete side of how to recover your health. Talk a little bit about that. 
Absolutely. So, and you're right. The first thing I did was dial in my diet and I saw immediate benefits of moving from my Vegemite toast and my skinny cappuccinos, removing the wheat and the dairy. It was very hunter-gatherer, was very big. And I was um, looking at blogs of people that ate paleo and that was the whole rage. And so, you know, I made those changes and saw those results and got myself so far. And I remember the day I was in in my final functional nutrition class and there was a speaker came in and she started talking about that our thoughts control our reality. And I had never thought about that. She started talking about something called the subconscious mind. I was like, the subconscious mind? I have no other, this language was completely new to me. I'd graduated in with the master of nutrition and now I was doing functional nutrition to move to something more holistic that looked into look at the body as a as a whole system, not just as the sum of its parts. And it blew me away. I was, I, that was the next opportunity, I think, to move deeper into what is really going on for us and what we're really controlled by. And that led into moving into the modality of energy psychology and the, the one I practice is Site K. And I've had the pleasure of working with Bruce Lipton and Rob Williams uh, and Duccio Licati who run that organization. And they have taught me how to reprogram our subconscious mind that that is possible, that we're born with these beliefs that one may not even be our own, uh, but two that may not be serving us. And so I unpicked from myself, all of these limiting, self-sabotaging beliefs that I was never going to be thin enough, that I was never going to be good enough, that I was never going to be beautiful enough. Again, if there's one of me, how many more other women are there that look at themselves in the mirror and you love what you see? What are the words coming back to you when you stare yourself down in the mirror? Are they ones of love and kindness and support? Or are they ones like I had of self-loathing, self-hatred, self-doubt? Oh, I think, yeah, I think that you just spoke to the heart of every woman probably on this on this podcast that at some point, if we've worked on this, we probably have made it past there, hopefully. But the majority of us, if we were to repeat the things that we say to ourselves to an eight-year-old girl, we would be aghast. Like we would never repeat that to anybody, more or less an eight-year-old girl. But those are the thoughts that the conversations, the things that we pick apart in our head. And then that big does, it creates our reality, you know? And so it's, I think, so very important because you really can't, you can get really far on the physical, you know, you can get really far on the physical, but there is always kind of a wall that goes up and it's like, until you go leap over this and work on the inside, the stuff that you can't see, it's just, you're, you're always going to have that like next level that you don't get to. The ceiling effect. Absolutely, Betty. Like we have 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day and 90 to 95% of them are the same thoughts we thought yesterday. So my question to people is, and it's okay that you don't know the answer if you've never thought about it before, but what are you thinking? And awareness is the first step to change. And so if you wrote down all of those thoughts, um, most of them are going to be the same thing over and over and over and over again. We focus on this dominant thought. Usually it's one of that I can't do something or that I'm not going to be able to uh, look that way with women. It seems to be, gosh knows how, how many decades of cultural influence we've had over that. But yeah, my whole philosophy is 
if you're thinking the same thoughts you thought yesterday, you're effectively living in the past. So how can we gear ourselves to focus on what we actually want, which would be visualizing the future? Oh my gosh. Yes. So with that thought in mind, let's, let's kind of circle back. So, cause we'll, we'll kind of mesh these together. Cause like I said, you have an interesting way of looking at all of that. So obviously you're working on that subconscious mind and you're working on the inner thoughts and other things. Now you bring in the gut, you know, you and I love the gut and love the Mom. microbiome, <laughs> our little, our little buddies below. So, so talk to me about your love of the microbiome and, and especially how it plays a role in mind and mood and those kind of things. Cause there's obviously we are what our bugs do and what our bugs have and what our bugs eat and excrete. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We want it excreted, not recirculated. That's, that's another whole discussion. Uh, absolutely. So yeah, my, my absolute passion is the microbiome. I, I, uh, I always, you know, people go out for dinner and for coffee and I am such a, a nerd. I'm, I'm in PubMed articles about the latest research about the microbiome because there's so much that's changing every day. And what we, what we knew last year or what we knew five years ago has already been outdated. You know, I find it fascinating that science is about 17 years ahead of what's mainstream. So um, my passion is trying to be on top of the science and on top of the latest research and then communicating it as far and loud as I can. That's why I love podcasts like yours, Betty. So we can talk about that we are run by our bacteria and we have, we are more bacteria than we are DNA. So everyone's so worried about their, their DNA and the DNA, human DNA has a role, but we've got as much human DNA and we've got less human DNA than a flea. <laughs> so I think we're two thirds flea and, you know, millions of trillions of bacteria, fungi, protozoa, parasites, and they all live there and they all have a role and a reason. So what I'm passionate about is helping people uh, feed the good, feed the good guys, uh, which can help the bad guys um, be under control. So we've got the good critters and the bad critters. And how can we make sure that we really bolster up our good critters, which is our immune system? As you know, most of our immune system sits in our gut. So we really have to nurture that and feed that just like you would fertilize a garden. Any garden's got weeds, but you don't want too many weeds. Right, right. It's It's so interesting. You know, I can, I can think of patients of mine that I've seen over the years that literally would have been, that have been diagnosed with either depression, anxiety, I, even like all kinds of different things. And, you know, they can all point to, it started with gut problems first. And it's so much to the extent that I've had people that would have panic attacks, but there would, there would be, an, you know, basically a digestive symptom that would start that whole process. And from the Western world, the address is always like, okay, we're going to give you an antidepressant or we'll give you Xanax or we'll give you some sort of benzo because that's it. They just ignore the fact that the gut started it, but it was actually something that the microbiome was doing and interacting directly with our biochemistry. I'm sure you see that a lot within your programs that people's mental health issues get better when the gut gets better. Uh, without a doubt. Uh, you know, we're fighting the good fight, aren't we, Betty, trying to help people make the connection between the gut and the brain. And one of the best ways I've uh, had luck in communicating that is to explain that the gut and the brain were one organ. One grew up and one grew down. And the gut is so important for every one message the brain sends to the gut. Nine messages are sent back from the gut 
to the brain. And the mind in particular, uh, absolutely, the, the you know, gastrointestinal um, system is the cornerstone. It's the first place to start. But I think what's really interesting is all the, how many, well, the percentage of neurotransmitters that are made in the gut lining and how many people are walking around with a leaky gut, compromising their ability to make their own neurotransmitters, their happy hormones, their hormones of satisfaction. So it's all just so interconnected, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I know, um, you know, I'm looking at that even in my PhD is literally looking at the neurotransmitter metabolites, microbiome metabolites, and particularly the alterations in women's hormones for cycling women. Because I was like, okay, all of these things point to there's an interaction here, but nobody's looking at it because those hormones are in the way, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the, the th- it's so interesting because we're always taught it, as you know, um, having been in the same group together, tell people what they want to hear and then give them what they need. And so many people come to you and they're like, I just want help with my, with my night sweats and I just want to lose some weight. It's like, we're going to start with the gut. Oh, really? Do we have? Do we have to? Like, yes, we have to. And then how brilliant is our body? It ha- we have such an innate wisdom of how to heal with the right input. So you're right. I love testing the, the gut microbiome and when we heal and seal the gut lining because it's most likely of some degree of leakiness. When we remove the inflammation from the bowel, one of the leading causes of disease you know, is bowel disease. If we could just all, if everyone's insurance could cover the GI map, I would, I think we would have a lot less bowel disease. And then if we can just really nurture the flora so that we've got the good guys stronger than the bad guys, then, then the body feels safe and has the capability to make those sex hormones again. Absolutely. How, how many people do you find they they look at this and they go, okay, maybe I can take the stretch on the gut. Like the gut is leading to my problems. How many of your clients do you find really push back on, okay, I can even buy that. I got to do a stool test and all that stuff, but are very nervous about then delving into their subconscious mind. Like I've had people tell me like, that's Pandora's box. I want to leave Pandora's box alone. <laughs> Oh, it's such a good question. It reminds me of a client that uh, is moving through her program at the moment. She's eight or probably 10 weeks now into a six-month program. And she came to me, um, she's a, a, a principal at a major accounting firm in the country, and she's very skeptical. I, I love skeptics because I love a good, I think it's really important for people to be curious. Uh, but are you an open skeptic or are you a closed skeptic? Closed skeptics, uh, I, I find really challenging and I I sort of wish them the best. Open skeptics, which this lovely lady was, and she wouldn't mind me talking about her, Justine, she came to me and she said, I don't know uh, what else I can do, but nothing is getting this weight off. I don't know what's going on with me. Uh, I just need you to help me with my diet. That's all. I just need you to dial in my diet. I was like, okay, that sounds good. So we're going to run a stool test. And so you're right. She bought the stool test and she had a rampant, rampant um, H. pylori infection, Helicobacter pylori living in the stomach. And then on on digging, when we uh, went into her initial consultation, it turned out that she had had constant reflux and she had had all the medical tests and they couldn't find anything wrong, like lots and lots of, which we need to do to rule out more sinister things. But her immune system was on fire. I've actually never seen a marker so high of her immune system. So then that indicated to me that I needed to run a food sensitivity panel. So we ran that. So fast forward, and then we dealt with the imbalances in the gut. Fast forward, it was eight weeks when she sent me this. She'd lost over 16 pounds in eight weeks 
by addressing this bacteria that was creating constant reflux, which she had learned to live with. So she didn't even mention it when she first engaged with me. She just wanted to lose the weight that had been really hard for her to lose. She said to me, I am never bloated. I'm never bloated. She was walking around permanently distended. You know, the H. pylori hat makes you really full and full up high. And I find people have this particular look of the stomach, like it it looks very distended. And I said, I held up uh, the Passata bottle, which is full. And I said, you've lost like 12 of these Passata bottles, like long tomato sauce bottles. I, I think you have them there. I mean, 12 of those, that's lipids, that's toxic waste, that's inflammation just gone out of your body. And people just transform when we really give the body what it needs. Oh, it's so true. It's so, so very true. So, so tell me, you like to do a lot of different things. Obviously, you, you work with people individually in a kind of a hybrid group program because you have a virtual clinic, but you also do events like retreats and things like that. So talk about that because, you know, after two and a half years of being locked up, I think the world needs more connection, you know, and I, and I personally, I love live events. I love meeting people. I love connecting. I love just being in community, but I'd love to hear about what you do at do retreats and how you work with your people in those scenarios. Oh, they're so juicy. And I agree. I just love getting my mitts on people. And I didn't actually just remember, I didn't answer the last part of your question about the mind. So it's um, a great opportunity to talk about the retreats. This client of mine, Justine, was on the retreat and you asked me about how we tackle um, conversations about maybe you are being limited by something that is going on in your thoughts. My retreats, people don't, I don't tell them a lot about this, but it's very much a personal growth journey and really removing that interference. And that's what we did with this lady. So I think when people um, are questioning, you know, the woo factor of the the mind and, you know, what that could contribute to them losing the weight and um, getting their gut sorted and all of that, when you can ask them questions, like ask them what conversation they're having in their head and show them that if we, if we redirect that, to a place of something positive that you can do, that you're limitless. Um, and that's what our retreats focus on. And that's what she did. She removed that very limiting belief that she had, that she could never get back to that 130 pounds. She could never get that back. That was, um, you know, she must, she's 51. She must be too old. Um, her hormones, um, all of that comes into it. And we think, oh, this is my new normal. So at our retreats, we focus on the mind, the nutrition component and the microbiome. And we really help people, uh, fuse them together. But because we're in a place all together and the energy and the momentum around moving, transforming to where we all want to get to, we all want to get to a place where we know our worth, that we know we're limitless, that we know we deserve all the beautiful things. So, we move through exercises to help people peel off those layers, those limiting layers, the interference, and really get to um, the heart of some things that have been holding you back. And we do it in a beautiful environment where you're able to have, I don't know if people would call this beautiful, but I do ice baths, (laughs) infrared saunas, amazing food, people eating more than they ever have before. And I ask the question, 
is anyone, you put your hand up if you're uh, pooing or a weeing. I know that's, you know, people find that kind of embarrassing. Uh, but you know, you know, we have to talk about poo all the time and everyone just, everyone's two hands up. You know, Oh my goodness. I've never weed and pooed this much because they're in this environment where their body feels like they can finally release the protection that they've been walking around with. That's, they're incredible. Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, I think I love, I love the idea of retreats and getting away because I know for me as an entrepreneur and a busy woman and somebody that if I wasn't doing that, I would just make up something else to be very busy about because that's how I'm wired that. Yeah. The, but getting away and having a retreat and being able to withdraw so you can actually go inward is so, so very, very effective. So, and if you can eat well and go to the bathroom at the same time, it's even better. So tell me, if you could give my listeners like three things, like if you were to say, okay, here's three things that I want you to know from this conversation, like what three things, what three little pieces of wisdom would you want to leave them? Ah, oh, such a great question, Betty. So number one, I would say is really understand what's going on in your own body. If I knew back then what I know now, I wish I had someone in my pocket like you or like me to really help me on this journey. You can't see the picture unless you're standing in the frame. JJ Virgin, our, our good friend, drilled that into us, didn't she? You know, I feel like you need a guide to really help you understand what's going on in your body and then you can take control of it. That's why I love data so much. And it's not just data from a DNA stool test or a food sensitivity test or a Dutch or an oat, but data from your own um, how you're feeling and what you're thinking. That's why I talk so much about the mind and how the mind can hold you back. So for me, number one would be, be the CEO of your own health, like know what's going on in your body and find yourself who your care team are that are going to be your biggest cheerleaders to help you get that information. And it's, it's an investment in time and in your finances, but it's worth it. I always say to people, I'm going to be the most expensive thing you ever invested in because what we're going to do is going to add 10 or 20 years to your life. And so, you know, that ain't cheap. There's one thing I am, it's not cheap. And you wouldn't want me to be cheap. You want me to be the best. So number two would be to really dial in your nutrition and your nutrition is directly connected to your microbiome. So you know, removing the top inflammatory foods, gluten, dairy, sugar, soy. I mean, they are just wreaking havoc. They're stuffed in everything because they're cheap and fillers. And you talk about all of this all the time on your beautiful podcast, but we have to get ourselves in a place where we are living an anti-inflammatory diet and lifestyle and what's on the end of your fork matters. And it's not just what you eat, but it's how you digest it. So what's going on with your diet? Uh, and your gut. And number three would be your thoughts. Like make no mistake, your thoughts control your reality. Your thoughts are your reality. So become your reality, are your reality. And I teach people to talk in a way that their subconscious mind, this may be a new um, phrase for some people listening, but they're um, we are managed mainly by our subconscious mind. It runs 90% of what happens in our body. That's why when you wake up every day, you don't have to learn to walk again because you learned it when you were one year old. Um, so we've got all these automatic things happening. That's why you can get in the car and drive or get on a bike and ride your bike again. And that's what's happening with your thoughts. So what are you thinking and are they 
thoughts that are supporting your transformation, your health, your wealth, your abundance, your profit in life, in relationships, in so that you can feel amazing because you deserve it. Oh, those are so great. There's such great wisdom in that. And oh, I just, I love it. Where can my listeners find you? So I am pretty active on social media. It's my little place to play having moved out of corporate marketing, which I absolutely love that space. It was creative. And so, so much ideation happened all the time. So now I do that in my sandbox on Instagram. (laughs) So Jackie Bowker, my name, and I have my own podcast as well, uh, which Betty, you'll be on soon, the Feel Better Now podcast, where we talk about more of this stuff. We talk about how you have you have con- you have control it's up to you and um my programs and events and everything are on my website feelbetterinstitute.com awesome jackie thank you so much for being on menopause mastery podcast this has been so much fun and and i can't wait till we talk again and just have a great time Oh, Betty, thank you so much for having me. You are one of the rare angels of the world and anyone that works with you is just so lucky to be in your knowledge, in your presence. I know how much work you do behind the scenes with your nose in papers, just like me. (laughs) So I really appreciate what you give out to the world. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Menopause Mastery Podcast. You are why I'm here, and I am so very grateful. Hit subscribe so you don't miss any wisdom on creating the most exceptional life on our terms. If this episode has helped you in any way, please share it with a friend to spread the love, and together we rise. You can follow me on social media at Betty Murray PhD, and you can reach me online at BettyMurray.com. 